When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Now it is time for the Garrett Wilson Report, and that's brought to you by Corona and Sansone Auto Mall. What's up, Garrett? What's up, man? How are y'all? Kudo Matados, Victory Tuesday. You finally dried off. Was that the ugliest football game you've ever been a part of in your life? <laughs> yeah, man, that was up there. That was up there. We was talking about that after the game. That was definitely one of the... Yeah. The uglier games I've been a part of. No, it's always great that if you're going to be a part of an ugly game like that, you actually win it. I'm going to exactly. do it. Listen, when I go, when I die, right, I'm going to die one day, as we all do, and I'm going to go up there and see Jesus. And I'm going to ask him for them three hours back. Like, hey, just put me back on for three more hours. Let me rock out with my socks on. You know what I'm saying? Yo, that, yo, yo. Uh, and, you know, and, you, and you know what's crazy? You my dog, right? You the friend of the show. And I was like, all right. We were talking Friday, and I say, listen, the MVP of this game is going to be Morstead. And Barstradamus was right again. What a job that the kicker did. Do you do you find you guys finally let him come sit at the cool table like during lunch? Do he still sit over there with the dorks and the long snipers and all that stuff? Hey man, Thomas is one of a kind, man. We love him in the uh in the facility. I was standing, I was standing by the heater like the whole game. And, and, <laughs> and he was right next to me the whole game, you know? So I remember chopping up with him, you know, during the game, and obviously he was killing it. Why? And, uh, why was he at the heater? He he punted a thousand times. He should be exhausted. He should have been warm. warm he should need some ice. You got to stay warm. I'm telling you, that's the key, bro. I don't even sit down when it's that cold. I just stand up the whole game right next to the heater. Was it cold or was it just cold because it was like the first kind of windy, bad weather day, or was it's it like? It, it's not that it's cold. It's just that you know you you out there long enough to where, um. I mean, it's mind over matter, yeah. but but you play, I mean, you played at Ohio State. I mean, we your, all know. Your fingers start, yeah, exactly. Your fingers start getting cold. It is what it is. You yeah. know, it's 50 degrees. It's raining, so I'm, I'm gonna stand by the heater to. I, know, for, to I forgot you went to Ohio State. You probably taking a pay cut. Hey, um, <laughs> now when you when you when you playing um in the in the cold weather, I mean the wet wet weather, do you wear the leather gloves or do you still stay with the sticky clear gloves? Um. I did both this game. I, I started off with the leather ones, and I don't I don't really like them, man. It's got to be, it's got to be like downpour for those really to be uh, of use for me. Because I tried them this game and I didn't like them, and that's like the second time I didn't like them. So I'm gonna just stay with the normal ones. There was towards the end of the game, I ended up going no, no gloves. Oh, you called that no gloves? You straight Tim Brown style? Yeah, man. I went old school. I went naked out there. <laughs> Hey, that means you can catch, man. That means you can catch. A lot of dudes are afraid without them gloves, man. It's like being out there butt naked. No, exactly. That's, exactly. That's what I say, butt naked out there. But you had to make those – I mean, the, the, the catches you made, I, I'm trying to – we're trying to rank them. Bart and I are, like, fighting over it. It's the, it's the hardest like, 100 yards I've ever seen in the world. I mean, I, when I saw 100 yards, like, how? Like, it just did not yeah. feel like one of those kind of games. Right. But right. a lot of them came at the end, the most important time where you had to make the big plays – which which catch would you say was your better? The one that you had to then fight for the two more yards to get that first down 
or as Bart said, the one where you scrape your toenails off just to stay And your in kneecaps. Balance. Like, damn, Zach. And then landed straight down on your kneecaps. No, that was a great throw by Zach on that one. No, that was a great throw. Um, he put that where only I could get it. But uh, but I, I would say the one, you know, on the Dover that he ended up getting to backside that gave us a chance to get down and, and have another play and spike it. Um, you know, just because the moment it came in, I, you know, most people probably turned off their TV at that point. And, uh, you know, Zach, Zach rips it in there. I think I ended up running like a 25-yard backside, backside in, you know, and uh, – Man, Zach was right on time with it. So I feel like that was, you know, overall the best the best play. But the most hype came with the one in overtime, you know, where I mm. where I got the cut. Yeah. So I don't know. Now, now, once again, you know, we get a win and we lose it and another Achilles bites the dust. You know, like, is this turf really becoming a problem or are we just saying that, you know, these are older players in, in the cold weather, maybe they're not stressed out because we watched Kirk Cousins tear his Achilles up again and he was on grass. Is, is your feelings changing about the turf, or is it is it over with you? It's a done deal. Um, yeah, you know, I still feel how I feel about it, and uh, you know, it, it's it's um it's gonna be turf. You know, that's just what it is. So, you know, well, we not if Aaron, of, not if not if you tell a Aaron and say he don't want to play on it. I bet you that get taken out. I ain't coming <laughs> back if y'all if it ain't grass. I ain't coming back. They'll roll that crap up tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, you Maybe. probably own some, but you know, <laughs> I, I just, you know, I deal with, we all got to play on the same thing, man. It's, um, yeah. you know, yeah. it is what it is, man. But let me go back to something that Bart said though, at the very beginning, which is of course, when, when fans are watching, when all of us are watching, like my take immediately after the game was, okay, it's a win. Let's never speak of this again. Right. Like it's just whatever happened, happened. But let's not let's not dwell on on this game because there's really not a lot to take out of it, other than of course the last 24 seconds of regulation, and then what happened in overtime that was special. But as a player, like like you were saying, you were joking about it in the locker room about how it was an ugly game. But is it appeared to me though there was still the euphoria of winning. Like you guys don't see it the way the rest of us see it, do you? You look at that game as it was beautiful because you won it. Yeah, man, that was that was grimy as it get. You know, we had to battle the whole game. Um, you know, we didn't play the way we wanted to, but but you know, to not play the way you want to and and have a win come at the end is um, something you don't get often in this league, man. So you know, we don't take that for granted. We, you know, we fought and and you know, when you win in this league, you celebrate. You know, yeah. so that's don't what take I'm it for granted. You, don't- you know, we have a chance to you know improve our record again. You know, next week. Yep. Now speak to the fact that. Sometimes in this league, the same thing make you laugh, make you cry, and vice versa. You know, ironically enough, you guys, you know, before the half a couple of weeks ago, throw an out route and the time runs out with one second. And this time, you're able to save the game for a second. You know, how, how locked in were you guys into that moment because of the experience earlier in the, in the year of not being able to get that? And how many conversations were had about everybody getting in line and being able to run to the ball because sometimes guys can linger behind a play, but it seemed like everybody knew that they had to get up and, and, and get on the ball if they had to. Yeah, man, that's one of those things that, that can't happen twice. Um, you know, we were fortunate against the Broncos when we did it at halftime to to still win that game because that's, that's one of those things that will lose your games. And, uh, you know, to have the opportunity, we did it actually with more yardage covered and less time on the clock um this time around which is actually crazy you know as far as our operation time to to get the snap off and spike it so um 
yeah, man, it, like I said, it can't happen twice, you know, and that's what we did. We we improved on it. We watched film on that. You know, we dedicate um, at least one meeting a week, you know, to our two-minute operation and, and um, you know, making that spike happen. So, you know, that that's how it's got to go on Sunday. Can you speak to X? Because I've never heard of him until yesterday. Yeah, X is a dog, man. He just got here. <laughs> he still ain't unpacked yet. He's still in the suitcase. On me, it's probably been 14, 15 days. Um, you know, he's he's soft spoken, not soft spoken, but he don't speak too much. Um, but he's about his business, man. You know, when his opportunity came yesterday, the other day, he he was ready to go. Um, you know, him and Lakin being on the same page and, and getting that snap off on the last um, play and knowing what snap count. You, you know, it's all. There's a lot that goes into it, man. There's there's a lot more than you know than meets the eye um, when something like that happens. So. Um, yeah, man, just just him being locked in and going about things the way he does, you know, next man up mentality. Because you know, it's we always say in our facility, you one play away from from being in the mix, and uh, you know, he's a prime example of that, man. Hey, hey man, Langton Langton's hike one time, almost threw it over Zach head. Like, no, I'm good. You can go back. You can have that back, homie. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm good on that one. We're talking with Garrett Wilson, who joins us each week here on Tuesdays. Bart Hahn, Alan Hall, Bart Scott. Take us back though to that that whole moment because as you said you guys went through that once before at the end of a half and it didn't work out but everything had to go perfect and i literally one second left including the official touching the football just what is that like that whole situation like to take us through what that was like from the catch to we got it we got to clock this we got to clock this i mean yeah from my pov i can only speak on mine and um I, I see Allen make the play. For me, it's like follow the ball. So once he catches it, I'm following the ball to see, you know, to make sure you never know what can happen. They can try and hit it out of his hands late, um, lay on him. So, you know, and if Dory Jackson had tried and laid on him after the play, I would have, you know, picked Dory Jackson up off <clears> of Allen so that he could get up. You know, I, like I was ready to do that. You know, it's one of those type of things. So follow the ball. And, um, you know, as far as getting lined up, I see Conk signaling his hand forward, which means he's on the ball. So for me, it's my job to signal off the ball to the ref and get lined up as fast as possible. You don't worry about your split. Not not detailed as all at all as far as like a formation. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, and, and get lined up as fast as possible. They snap it. They're waiting on him to touch the ball. So we hand it to the center. Um, you know, on a normal play, you would give it to the ref, but in this case, we we hand it straight to the center. You got to wait on the ref to touch it. And uh, and yeah, man, you know, once the ref touches it, you snapping it. And think so. about it, if the ref doesn't hustle and get to that, like if he's a little bit slower, you don't get that snap off. He yeah, got man. there. That, like, like that's the most critical part of it that we don't even talk about. Is like you got it all lined up. But if that referee is like a little bit slower, or if he took his time, just saying. Like, oh, you're right. You're right. And that's there. why we try and take the referee out of the equation. That's why you give it to the center. You you. So he comes to the center. He comes to the ball. Yeah, exactly. Because you because the ref you want to take him out of the equation because it can be slow. It can it can be slow once you involve them. So with him just putting his hand down and touching it, you know, that's your best chance of getting it off fast, you know. That's fascinating. Did you now did you know all of this? Like how much of this was learned from what the end of of that half in Denver or anything else? Has this been practice? Is this stuff you guys have done that you're aware of it? Because you're giving me amazing detail on something that happens once once what? Once a career? Yeah, I mean, you never, know, you never know when it's going to come up. I mean, in this case, it's came up, in, you know, in this season a few times, but but it's one of those things you might never get to it. Um, um, yeah, man. I mean, I I, I watch ball, so you know, I'm I'm kind of aware. You know, there's a different level of detail to it when you get to the NFL. But we had the same process and at Ohio State 
as far as our, you know, radar kick or last second, get our, get our kickoff, get off the field thing. So, um, yeah, man, you know, but, but we've definitely detailed it up over the last couple of weeks. Now, moving forward, you know, you got a huge matchup, an opportunity to go two games, you know, or what, three games? No, two games over 500. Um, but you got the Chargers coming in, and it's going. you guys are going to have to put up more points. Now, like I saw last week, you guys put up some other guys like uh, Taylor. Tell me what a guy like that brings to the table because he, he, he stepped into one like Roger Dorn and caught a Dory Jackson slip, and I don't know if he didn't read the scouting report to realize the dude was fast, but he fell for the banana tailpipe and uh, was able to draw that flag, and that was a big part and contribution to your win. Tell us a little bit about him. Yeah, I mean Malik is um someone that was that was with us initially during OTAs, not with us and then came back, but but from his time with us in OTAs and he was with us last year as well. Um we all know what Malik is about, man. He he uh makes plays every week during you know during practice squad. You know, this week he got his chance to to get back out on the field for the first time and I think it was a you know, two seasons. So um, you know, when someone can hop in the game, you know, go up against the corner like a Dory Jackson and and take the top off. I mean, he he if it's you know, if it's out there, he would have walked in the end zone. You know, he was mm-hmm. he had that much separation. Um, and then he ended up making the play to to draw the PI, man. So just, you know, speaks volumes to how he goes about his business. One of those dudes, you know, I love him from Flint, Michigan. All um, right. What up, though? I think he played I I don't I hope I don't get this wrong. I think he played D three in, in college. Um at one of the better D three schools. Um, that's always competing, oh, the, man. The, the Jets are good for that. Just so you know, we had a guy named Danny Woodhead that couldn't, you know, look like uh, Vince Bupali. Danny Woodhead, the running back, right? Yeah, 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 he looked like Vince Bupali, man. We used to beat him around and use him as a tackle dummy. You know, he he ended up going to New England and going to San Diego and balling for a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember Danny Woodhead, of course. Yeah, yeah, well, let, let's go to the topic. It seems like each week we ask you about him, but you did mention, mention – uh, the throws that were made to you and what it mattered most. Zach Wilson's been consistently under scrutiny as all quarterbacks are, especially in this town. And yet while that game was going on, it felt like what the giants are doing defensively, it was going to be very difficult for you guys to do anything. It, it was a frustrating game to watch. I can't imagine what it was like to play with the amount of pressure he was under constantly, but yet 24 seconds to go from that point forward, Everything clicked. Is that something you know about him that we are just learning about him? Is there something to say about a, a quarterback who is just – he's running for his life most of the game, and yet when it was winning time, as you said, that was the best throws he made of the game were when it mattered most. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, there's something about, you know, towards the end of the game or the end of the half when you get in that two-minute mode, just being able to drop back and spin it. Um, that comes with a mindset. I'm sure. I remember when I was back when I used to play QB <laughs> with steaming <laughs> Willie Beeman. <laughs> back when it was when I was a QB, <laughs> when it was time to throw it's it. Going Uncle got, Rico on us now. I wasn't gonna miss. You know, that's how I felt. And uh, you know, Zach got the same the same mindset, man. He uh, like you said, man. He 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 made the throws at the biggest moments this past weekend when we needed it most. Um, I mean, you know, I feel like he's done that. You know, throughout my whole time being here. You know, those those two minute drives and those um, end of game drives, you know, he's he's uh, spinning out there, man. And, and it's a lot of fun. You know, we I know as a receiver group, we're all like we got a chance to steal some yards. Um, so, yeah, man, you know, it's 
it's uh, it speaks to, you know, his his study during the week, knowing what coverages we're going to get, knowing that we're going to get that two man or that cover two that we get a lot at the end of the half and and being able to dice that up and have the answers, man. And, um, you know, he does. How excited the- are you this year to be on so many primetime games? Because, I mean, this this week you're going to go against, you know, the Superchargers. Um, you would think that the degree of difficulty against um, those that defense is a little different than Wink Martindale's, who's been playing at a high level. How excited are you that you get to play in front of your peers and that the Jets have so many primetime games? Do you prefer to just play at 1 o'clock, or do you really like you know waiting till the end of the week or you know end of the day to be the last you know show on town? I mean, personally, I like playing at the 1 o'clock you know, window and, and you know, waking up and getting rolling like like a practice would be. But, yeah. but the uh, reality is that this – you know, these primetime games have been, you know, a great opportunity for us, you know, to, um, you know, show the NFL and you know, like you said, play in front of our peers, man. So um, I don't take it for granted. You know, I'm excited to to go up against the Chargers, a great opponent this week that that we feel like, you know, is is super dangerous because they're always playing their, you know, their best football when it matters towards the end of the year. Um, and that when their quarterback can, can really spin it, man, and keeps them in every game, you know. So, you so, know, you know, we sent they ass home too in the playoffs on one of our runs. You know, Phillip Rivers and Gates and all those guys. I know last week it was kind of tough to do the salsa dance. It would have been in bad taste. You know what I'm saying? You didn't get to the end zone. But if you if you, if you you score this week, we're going to have to get some lights out. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have to get some lights out. I mean, you got to go psycho with it, too. Don't give us no nonchalant lights out. You got to give us some Shine Marion uh, lights out. Can you give us some some lights out? I ain't going to fake it. You try to do? Oh, see, I oh, ain't man. doing that. I love see, it. I ain't doing, I love I doing that now. My bad, I lost my headphones. He, he got two into it's it. Almost, it's almost like having a seizure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looked like now. it. You don't know, like you don't know, shine lights out. It was it was lit. I, mean, I remember Sean Marion, but is it Merriman? I, I thought it was Merriman. Yeah, I don't know. I always mix them up with the basketball player, man. Yeah, you say Sean Marion. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry about the dude that shoot like this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome to my world. All right. Hey, man. This is I play a guessing game every time. I'm trying to. It's Bartism, man. Sean Marion. Who is that? Mary. Speak fluent. I don't know, man. It was like either one's O N and the other one's E N. Here's a better question. Considering, you know, again, you you had a offensively it was a very quiet game, but the weather and everything else contributed to that as well as the Giants defense. You probably feel like this game, though, knowing with that offense coming in, that offensively, you guys got to open it up, right? Monday nights might have to be a big offensive night are you thinking about that are you preparing preparing for this game knowing we're gonna have to put points on the board to win this game yeah man I, I honestly prepare every week like that you know I, I feel like every week is gonna be you know the week that this is you know it's gonna open up uh you know I'm gonna have that same mindset going into this week you know um you know we definitely feel like our defense is, is good enough to stop, you know, any offense. But the reality is, is that, you know, they get paid too on the other side and they got some dogs over there. So, um, you know, we want to hold our end of the bar- bargain and, and make sure that, you know, we're ready to match, you know, um, the, the energy of our defense, man, because they've been lights out this season and we're ready to take that next step. You know, it's time to do it on Sunday. Um, but as far as the process during the week, man, we we all approach it, you know, feeling like this is the one. And, um you know, that, you know, we're going to have the conversations to make sure that, you know, that this is the one this week against the uh, against the Chargers. 
Do you tell banks, like, when you lighten his ass up, man, you know I'm new. To, I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. I've been spanking that ass since college, boy. You better back your ass up. Because it look like he history. You like know he, they have history, Yeah, look right? like he, look like he, like he, he said a couple things every once in a while, like reacting to, like, the two plays he made. Did you remind his ass that you lit his ass up for a century? Man, no, nah, man. That's my, uh, you know, we, we like you said, we've been competing for a while. and and uh, Oh, he know that you know that he know that he ain't he got nothing for you. He a great player, you know. He a great player, you know. And uh, honestly, you know, he 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 did a real good job. You know, Zach fit some tight throws in there. So, oh, he did a great job. A hundred yards is a great job. We don't pay. We don't, those don't get paid for giving up a hun bun. Man, chill out on, on Banks, bro. He, <laughs> he, he, he's a good player. Let's say you're setting him up, and he handles it with such a plum. It makes it so easy. It's Halloween today, Garrett. I'm wondering, are you a costume guy? Are you big into this? There's some people who just think this is like their big holiday. They go all in, and then there's people like Bart and I who are like, yeah, whatever. Unless like, it's a know. Mr. Nasty time party and you're going well, to see different. them women That's in lingerie. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's, That's different. Much different. Looking at That's them butt different. cheeks. But for you, was it has it has this been like a big day for you or or not so much? Um, no, I'll be with, with with you and Bart. Um it's not a big day for me, you know, I'm chilling. I'm yeah, chilling. Ain't no party. Yeah, might, ain't might, no, as well Bart said, might as well Bart said. Might as well Bart said after, actually. I'll still be chilling at the crib. Ain't no party in the city. Ain't no party in the city. Yeah, you get two days off this week, baby. Woo! No, I, you, you, know, this, you know, this day is an excuse for most of the women to go ahead and be like, hey, let me go ahead and dress how I really want to dress. I ain't going to fake. I feel like the last six days have been Halloween. I, it's, I, that's New York. That's New York, baby. Too much. I, all weekend. All, all, all I hear is Ja Rule. All I hear is Ja Rule in my head when I walk around the city, watching these women walk around. It gonna clap it's back. Like it's gonna clap too. back. It's, it's gonna clap back. It's gonna clap. Yeah, Mrs. Claus, man. It's gonna it's clap like back. Yeah, them. man. Santa Claus. You got Santa Claus. You got Santa Claus. Oh, you know, you know from last year, don't you? You got Santa Claus. It's gonna be like a million Santa, Santa Claus happens, and then it's it's the whole month. Yeah, it's a, man. It's all, but that's mm. that's way more fun than. I wish I grew up here. Yeah, man. I, oh, I, yes, I tell you, you what. I'm looking for whoever, whoever trying to imitate the, the the tip drill. You ever seen the tip drill video? See, you you a little young. Probably. I probably yeah. seen it. Though. It's a Nelly song. When I you when remember. you get a chance, Google. I had, listen. I brought I brought Alan over to the dark side. He had never heard of the tip drill. No, I knew the song. I never saw the video. He sent me the video. It changed my life. White chocolate. All them girls from the from the pink slip in, in St. Louis. Mm. It changed your yeah. life, son. Now they Anyways, old or not, so they don't look like that no not, more. Since you're not into dressing up for Halloween, all right. But the candy's the best part for me. So then, what would it be for you? What's your go-to? Um, for Halloween or, or the, like holiday? Hall- well, yeah, I mean Halloween Period. in general is just a reason to have. What's candy. your top? What's your top five go-to? What's your top five? Top five. Top That's, five candies. Yeah, yeah, top five candies. Um, I would say Reese's Cups. Yep. Yes. Um, I would say Starburst. I like I like the all red pack of Starburst though. Mm. All red, um, red dot fifty five. Right. the Haribo gummy bears. Oh, that's a yeah, that's a that's a new generation. See, I'm more thing. of a sour patch guy. But go ahead. I, I, I love the watermelon sour patch. Um, I would say that's four, and then for the fifth one, um, man. I like the blow pops as long as, you know, the regular blow pops with the gum in the middle. <laughs> That's old school right there. You mess around chip a tooth if you got some fillers the in your mouth. Tootsie Pop you talking about? No, no, well, the blow pops. Tootsie the blow pops. Pop. The, the blow pops. I like pop. the bubble gum, not, not the Tootsie Pop. That's, yeah, the blow pop. See, like see, I, see, if we would have if we, if had Randall Cobb, he would have said stuff like Payday. That. He would have said uh, uh, Banana Chico, Chico Stick. 
You know, <laughs> bit, bit, almond. a bit of honey, almond joy. Almond joy. Because he'd give you all the stuff from the, because he's old. He old as hell. Yeah, he, yeah, he, old, he old as hell, bit and honey. So I noticed something, though. You only had one chocolate in there. Everything else is actually like candy candy. Like, no, yeah, I mean, you have you no know, M&Ms, nothing like that. I like M&Ms, just really the ones with the peanuts in them. They just say top five. Yeah, that's not I like the Snickers fun. minis. Like I don't like the I I rock with the big Snickers, but I like the Snickers minis better. I like big Snickers. I like Twix bars, but I ain't eating those. I ain't, I ain't really eating those throughout the day ever. I ain't really eating no candy ever. Not a big well, candy. Well, guy. you might you might have to eat some, man, because when you get cold, man, it's gonna them pads no, hit, the hit a little harder. I like bakery things, you know. I like cookies, you know, where the cookies at. Where oh, the... That's your sugar. You know okay. you know what we right. should do for him, right. Alan? Remember that place we used to go down at Seaport? The cookie that you thought was a scone? We should yes. go get him some. You like chocolate chip or you like uh, oatmeal? Oh, I'm good. I like both. Let me try both. It's like the size, it's like the size of a cake now, you know what I'm saying? You're going you're gonna to have to go maybe you know run a lap or so to get it up off of you. Man, I order crumble cookies every week. Yeah, this is Eat better. The whole box throughout the whole week, four cookies. Trust, you know, four cookies. I get all four. This is better. We'll bring them down to Seaport. Yeah, we got. We'll you. Bring them down. We got it. It's better we'll than crumble. Yo, it's crazy. It's it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Whole st- it's like a whole stick of butter and then some chocolate chips on top. It, Alan Delicious. thought Alan thought it was a scone. He thought it was a cake. I said that's a Swear cookie. To God, Alan I thought it was a scone. He's like, there ain't a cookie. It He's looks like, there ain't like a, a scone. cake. We are gonna get it for you, bro. We got you. You hold that's it like it's a Big Mac. I mean, you you don't. It's not like a cookie. Two all beef patties. We got you, Don. <laughs> that sounds good, man. All right, Garrett. Always good to see you, my man. Uh, Great job last week. Now, like I said, those those there were some incredible catches. Happy trick or treating tonight. We were marveling over them, and don't listen. Just don't listen. Man, y'all That's y'all take guy. care. That's our guy, Garrett Wilson. <laughs> oh, by the way, Knicks and the Cavs back to back starting tonight. It's what? Cleveland rematch. Don't forget about Harden that. finally got traded, dog. Yeah. All right. The Garrett Wilson Report brought to you by Corona. Corona, an official survey show of Trick the New York treat. Jets. Smell and brought to you by Sansone Auto Mall. Discover eat. for yourself the S in Sansone. It's savings at Sansone Dodge Jeep Ram. They're overstocked with Jeep Wrangler 4xE models and all must go. Route 1 in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Or shop online at SansoneJeep.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.